0: When I say the word pineapple, what do you think of? You're probably picturing the large fruit with its short and stocky stem and its sweet and juicy taste. Perhaps you're imagining it as part of a colorful fruit platter or as an accessory to a tropical drink. Either way, it means something pleasant. But the word pineapple has anything but pleasant thoughts associated with it for an entire clinical unit at Jefferson.
1: It means call security right away, you just scream out pineapple and you just call security
0: right away. That's right, they need a safe word. That has become our code word on our unit. If there's something going on, we say pineapple, pineapple.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and security's called immediately.
0: If you don't spend your days in a patient-facing setting, then this might seem confusing to you. But the truth is, being a healthcare worker is a particularly dangerous profession. Jefferson and the Strongline Staff Safety System have set out to change that. This is the Health Nexus podcast. Each episode, you'll hear stories about the people, the culture, the happenings of this growing organization. Our stories, told our way. I'm Gianna DiMedio, and today, we highlight an innovative technology recently co-developed and introduced at Jefferson Health to serve as an additional tool to keep staff safe. If you're still hung up on the fact that healthcare is a dangerous field, here's one nurse's story.
3: I think every unit I've worked on has had at least some threat of violence from patients. There have been a couple times where patients have maybe taken a swing at me or my coworkers, but this was the first time that we actually got hit with any swings.
0: It was a weekend night in the spring of 2019. There were three people working on Sarah Wicker's unit at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital that night. Things were quiet. One staff member left for a scheduled break. Then, out of the blue, a patient woke up and became suddenly agitated.
3: So at first, we tried to de-escalate them um, just by bringing them back to the nurse's station, um, just have them sit with us for a little while. But they became so angry that they um, exited the nurse's station, started um, damaging property.
0: Sarah and her colleague were forced to split up. The tech ran after the patient, through the doorway and down the hall. Sarah went to the phone at the nurse's station to call security.
3: So I came directly to this phone over here at the front of the nurse's station with the cameras on my left. And the whole time I'm on the phone, I can see the whole altercation with my coworker happening. It felt like it was taking forever. It was maybe 20 seconds that I was on the phone, but it felt like minutes going by that I wasn't able to help my coworker. As soon as I rang up the phone, ran this way towards um, the door. And then right in this hallway. Was where it all happened, right by the patient rooms. I really was just trying to get him off of my coworker. She was um, in a headlock. He ended up um, pulling some of my hair out. We ended up just having some bruises and scratches, but it was probably another minute or so that we were just wrestling with this patient.
0: Security reached Sarah's floor and were able to de escalate the patient before things could get any worse than they already were. Hers is just one story out of way too many like it across the country. (music) Healthcare workers are four times more likely to be victimized at work than workers in private industries. Experiencing acts of aggression at work can take a serious physical and emotional toll on employees. Entire departments can suffer a drop in morale and productivity, which can then affect the staff's ability to form effective relationships with patients and their families. Those relationships are vital as they help improve outcomes for patients. There can also be an economic impact on healthcare organizations as a whole with the possibility of medical bills or legal fees and increased turnover with staff. According to the American Hospital Association, the estimated annual costs of in-facility violence is more than $428 million. So
2: the Hospital Association has two pieces of legislation, essentially, that we're working on to try to improve workplace safety.
0: Warren Kampf is the Senior Vice President of Advocacy and External Affairs of the Hospital and Health System Association of Pennsylvania, called HAP. The organization held events across the state in the past year where the staff of member hospitals were invited to speak about workplace violence in front of their legislators. Warren said the event he attended in eastern Pennsylvania was packed.
2: Stories of attempted strangulation, harassing, stalking. Oh my gosh, is it powerful. And it's very clear evidence of how
0: pervasive and important this the problem is for people working in hospitals and for healthcare workers generally. The legislation he mentioned is currently moving through Pennsylvania's General Assembly. One bill would raise the classification to a second-degree felony for assault on a health care worker while on duty. The other would allow hospital workers to remove their last names from their ID badges, an issue many have cited for safety concerns. Statistics from the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health underscore the severity of the problem.
2: They found there was a 72% increase in the rate of workplace violence, violence injuries in participating hospitals. A 72% increase in just three years.
0: A rise in behavioral health issues and substance abuse have contributed to aggressive treatment of nurses on inpatient units in recent years. Michelle Lewandowski works on a unit in Thomas Jefferson University Hospital where that is unfortunately the case. So on my unit, we often have patients that are confused. Um, They become combative. Sometimes they're withdrawing from drugs um, or alcohol. Um, So they're the types of situations that we find ourselves in where in a split second, their behaviors can change and we need help. And what can the difference of only a few seconds or minutes mean? Oh, it can mean the world. It only takes a minute or so for a patient to go from being pleasant and calm to, you know, hitting you or strangling you. We've had situations where nurses, patients have had a grip on a nurse and and won't let go. So those minutes are very, it's very important. Thanks in part to Michelle's advocacy, Dr. Stephen Clasco, Jefferson Health CEO and Thomas Jefferson University President, knew it was time to act.
1: We believe that it's not just something we ought to do, it's something we need to do to make sure that everybody that comes to work at Thomas Jefferson University and any of our hospitals comes to work and feels safe. And they have to know that I, as their leader and their nursing leaders, really make that job number one. To me, our two top jobs are make sure our patients are safe and that our nurses and other employees are safe.
0: Joe Byam had an idea to do just that. He's the Vice President of Public Safety and a member of Jefferson's Security Department for nine years. You may have seen him around Jefferson's Center City campus, looking cool, calm, and collected during emergency situations. He's seen it all throughout his years here, and even more during his 23 years as a police officer in Mount Holly, New Jersey.
2: Violence in the workplace and healthcare is on the rise. How do we get a handle on that? By putting more officers, we can, but, you know, it's you can't put a cop on every corner. We can't put a security officer on every floor. We just can't.
0: He worked with his teams to analyze violent altercations in clinical settings. They arrived at a pretty good sketch of the type of system that would serve as a helpful asset to already established security protocols.
2: My response was to get an alarm that staff can wear, that it's not hardwired, so we avoid the cost of cabling a building. and something that would give us direct contact with whoever's wearing the badge at the dispatch center. It's almost like the, uh, they would have almost a radio given to every employee, so to speak. It's hard to get away from something that's happening in a room where you need help right away and things are starting to escalate, put things on hold and say timeout, and then go back to the nurse's station to hit a button or make a call. Uh, it, it wasn't very effective, unfortunately, and it certainly didn't help de-escalate uh, a situation.
0: Joe teamed up with a department called Jefferson Strategic Ventures. Jefferson is many things. It's clinical, with 14 hospitals and counting, and it's academic, with an undergraduate and graduate university. But in what Dr. Clasco calls the new math, Jefferson continues to sharpen its focus on innovation, philanthropy, and strategic partnerships, investing in technology to transform the industry like never before, and generate new revenue sources for Jefferson.
1: Most universities talk about spin-outs, which is things that they develop and then commercialize, or spin-ins where other people did things and they just use them. We talk about spin-ups, things that we can help improve and then become partners with.
0: Jefferson Strategic Ventures had a relationship with an innovative technology company called Collateral Opportunities and engaged them in this new project. Needs and vision were discussed, a prototype was developed, and the Strongline Staff Safety System was born. Here's how it works. Staff are given small, discreet badges with a button to press in moments of distress. When pressed, an alert goes to Jefferson's 24-7 Security Response Center. Real-time information from Bluetooth technology allows the security team to see the location of the staff member in need of help, and security officers are dispatched. Text messages are simultaneously sent to nurse managers and supervisors, unit leadership and staff members on the unit, to notify them of the incident so that they can intervene. That simple step is proving to be extremely effective.
2: We found that when another person comes into the room, the patient or the visitor, whoever's having the issue, right away they go to the, the new person in the room and start talking to them. That helps to de-escalate the situation right away. And that's important, just to try to de-escalate those situations before it gets violent or, or more disruptive or out of hand.
0: If you think back to Sarah's story, She could have been that second person. Instead, she had to go in the opposite direction of the altercation to call security. By the time she reached the patient and her colleague, the violence had already begun. In the aftermath of her incident, Sarah's manager, Denise Shapiro, asked Joe for help on additional security measures. He shared the new project that was in the works and offered to let her staff test it out right away.
2: We put it on that floor and right away, We saw the immediate improvement in staff satisfaction. They loved it. Um, We saw the results from getting help to them quickly, where they are able to de-escalate situations more effectively.
0: Frontline nursing and security staff, along with leadership, participated in focus groups for the badge, refining its design and contributing ideas for invaluable features. Michelle said this was a positive experience. All of the feedback that we have given regarding the device was taken into account and adjustments were made so that we felt that the system worked better for us. Organizations across the country took notice. Children's Hospital Colorado is piloting Strongline in their pediatric inpatient and emergency medicine units, and Forbes recently published an article on the partnership between Strongline and Jefferson. There is, of course, an investment to getting the solution up and running, but as a co-developer of Strongline... Jefferson receives a royalty for each product sold. Most importantly, Jefferson will have a hand in protecting healthcare workers in Philadelphia and, hopefully, across the country. The next step? Roll out across the Jefferson enterprise.
2: The other floors were asking, when are we getting it? So we began to roll it out into different areas, and every different unit that we rolled it out into loved it, and the word kept getting around, getting around, and, and now the question that I'm frequently getting is, when are we getting it? Uh, My answer is, it's coming soon.
0: There have been false alarms as the button goes through various phases of design. A hug between two nurses set off the alarm, for example, triggering a redesign for a recess button. But that's what makes this partnership so cool. The input from Jefferson nurses and Jefferson security teams is being implemented into the product. And what better way to design a product than with the feedback from those working closest to it? Dr. Clasco notes that this is the way of the future.
1: Jefferson should be defined by our care and caring and not our location. And we've now literally brought that forward to our employees. So I think that for us, that embracing of technology, that embracing of healthcare disruption, and that embracing of moving into a a future that's not the same as the past, has actually been a huge positive for us with our staff.
0: He has a message to other healthcare CEOs,
1: You're on Amazon, you have an iPhone, you're shopping differently than you did, you're arranging travel differently than you did, protect your nurses differently than you did.
0: Jefferson hopes to foster a safer and more secure environment for its employees and to enable the return of pleasant thoughts for the word pineapple. Visit thehealthnexus.org to read more from Jefferson Health including a Q&A with Joe Byam about his many safety initiatives and the path that led to the creation of Strongline. Surprised by the information about workplace violence you heard today? Your voice can make a difference. One of the bills currently in session is a direct result of a citizen voicing their idea to a state representative. If you support these bills and want to ensure they're passed by the state government, Reach out to your legislators and visit healthymepa.com to learn more. The spot for Jefferson employees to continue the conversation is on myjeffhub.jefferson.edu. Production support for this podcast is provided by Baker Sound Studios in Philadelphia. This episode concludes our very first season of the Health Nexus podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, make sure you check out our four other episodes from this season. Thanks for all of the support, and stay tuned for more in the coming months. I'm Gianna DiMedio. Thanks for listening.